Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Matt Dyson is away. This is Chris Skull. Hey, Matt. How are you doing? Oh, man, so good. So much fun. So glad to be back. Oh, it's great to have you back. And a, and a, a treat of a podcast for the listeners here, full of... Um, actually, a lot of stories from you this week. Some, some of them, quite without treading on them, quite harrowing tales from your life. As this podcast goes on, the stories get more and more harrowing. It starts off nice and easy with just a bit of insight into what Mark Lawrence and text like. And then by the end of it, we are literally talking about death. We are! We are! I just take... You know when you hiccup and then you think you're going to be sick? Oh, sorry about that. I almost did uh, like vomit into my mouth. Um, well, that is, a, that is what you can expect. I do genuinely need to take a deep breath. So enjoy the podcast. We'll see you on the other side. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. It's Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Chris Skull. There's no Premier League action, but don't worry, it's International Weekend. It's an international special today, and of course, all home nations are playing tomorrow. But don't worry, we will keep you updated with Malta Andorra and San Marino Gibraltar. Don't go anywhere. It's live! Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The goal for Andorra in the third minute. Uh, Rebez has scored for them. They're 1-0 up against Malta in the UEFA Nations League Group D1. And Manchester City women were winning 2-0. Manchester United women have come back 2-all. It's a thrilling game in the uh, Women's Premier League. Matt Dyson is away. I'm delighted to say returning to co-host the show today is the wonderful Chris Skull. Chris, hello. Hey, Matt. How you doing? Very good. How are you? Loving it, mate. What a day to be hosting it on here with you. <laughs> Some huge fixtures out there today. There are. What, any, any that particularly tickle you fancy? There's one I've got my eye on, but I'll maybe save it for the intro. Because <laughs> it's, it's a biggie. OK, well, um, without spiking your guns, here to preview <laughs> a red-hot day of lower league and Nations League football is Chris Skull. As we approach the 23rd anniversary of the release of one of my favourite Notorious B.I.G. singles, <laughs> the sky's the limit for Scotland after their 23-year absence from major tournaments came to an end as they kicked in the door and won 5-4 against Serbia in their Euro 2021 <laughs> playoff final midweek and sticking with Scotland. Despite the international break, there's plenty of B.I.G. 3pm action to be had oh. north of the border, starting with the Scottish League Cup and Cowden Beef. Can't you see? Sometimes your fixtures with Rave Rovers hypnotise me and I just love your fifey ways. I guess that's why you're currently fourth in the Scottish League too. And you'd be dead wrong if you thought there weren't a couple of juicy fixtures just kicked off in the UEFA Nations League. The first 2pm sees the notorious Malta scream, give me the points, give me the points as they take on the bad boys of Andorra. And in our other 2pm kickoff, international football was all a dream. Gibraltar used to read about it in a magazine. <laughs> until the UEFA membership was granted four years ago with only six wins under their belt. They'll see before them today one more chance to increase that tally away to San Marino with an absolute dearth of other international fixtures during the show. The week of the strong. So let's see who's got it going on in that one. And big up, big up. Let's see if Peterborough <laughs> slip up, slip up as the League One leaders travel away to Crew Alexander at 3pm. No doubt the notorious FRY will be keeping a close eye on that one. And things Don's changed. 
after Wimbledon players got in the range of enough people with COVID to result in their 3 p.m. kickoff against bottom of the league Wigan getting called off. I guess you could say no money, mo problems for the Latics after that turn of events. But no biggie, because there's plenty more 3 p.m. football in League Two this afternoon as the M O R E C A M B E take on Stephen Edge at the Mazuma Stadium. And word to mother, Cambridge United look dangerous. Their goals for column is crazier than a bag of rainbow dust. With league top scorer Paul Mullin busts his shot, defences take dirt naps. He's all that and a dime sack. How long until his chairman asks, where's the paper at? Do join us. Who us? Yeah, Fordy and Skull. Close like Starsky and Hutch. We're packing footy and music. We're asking who won it? That rock and roll football. We on it. Oh, oh Scully! I've never heard anything like it. <laughs> Oh, that was absolutely... That is one of the funniest things since I saw Sarah Tether at the Lib Dem conference. (laughs) That was sensational. Oh, mate, you've absolutely made our day. Chris Skull here on R&B Football. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Text us on 8.12.15. Who should we support in today's three o'clock kickoffs? Obviously, we're more likely to be looking at a, a Scottish side or a lower league side unless you do have skin in the game in the Nations League, in which case, text us on 8.12.15. Let us know why we should support a particular team in the three o'clock kickoffs and the best excuse wins. We will look kindly on those most likely to win. Um, Chris, I had um, something happened to me in the week that I wanted to tell you about. Um, Go on. I was on a Zoom with some friends and then the Zoom ended and I'd had a few drinks and I thought, well, I'm just going to carry on the party myself. (laughs) And I sat in my spare room, (laughs) I've never done this before, drinking whiskey and listening to trance music until (laughs) 2am. I came into the bed and carried on listening to an old Pete Tong playlist. I haven't listened to trance music since about 2001. I've got no idea where it came from. What, why did you indulge in this? I'd had a lot of whiskey and I just thought, I, I really fancy some trance music. And then it was one of those things where all of a sudden I was like, it's two in the morning. It was half nine a minute ago. And I'd just been sat there for hours. And the hangover I had the following day was despicable. Yeah. I really feel that when you drink on your own, there's no limit. That you know, Especially within lockdown when you're at home, you don't have to queue at the bar. You're not making conversation with other people. You're just solid drinking. That's so true. if you're on the whiskey listening to trance music... You're very much in your own world there. That's true. No Limit was one of the songs I was listening to, actually. By, by oh, man. I, I mean, it's the worst hangover I've had all year. I was in a, I was in a bad way. I had to order a chilli chicken ramen to take the edge off it. Um, but I, has this happened to you? Have you had anything like this during lockdown? Yeah, well, last weekend, um, Saturday, obviously, West Ham played Fulham at 8pm. And with Biden getting in, I'd been saving a bottle of champagne for when a vaccine came out for coronavirus. But I thought, Biden's a bit of good news. We're after a bit of good news in this household. So we opened the champagne at 8. West Ham then beat Fulham in remarkable circumstances. Fulham missing a penalty with a Penenka that got pathetically saved in the last minute. And then I just batted straight on onto a pale ale after that. And then I was finished off with a red wine. By the time Joe Biden comes on to give his speech at 1am which I stayed up for I was cross-eyed <laughs> I was out of it following day I had no memory of staying up to watch the speech wow. I actually left I left the living room with a, a, a glass of red wine in the middle of the living room and like it was like the Mary Celeste I just left it I'd like 
off well, my head. At least yours was highbrow, though, like champagne and red wine waiting <laughs> to inaugurate, or, or at least commemorate the yeah. 46th president-elect of the United States. I just sat there listening to trance music, <laughs> Café Del Mar and stuff like that. I was like, I haven't... Oh, man. If you've had... I mean, I think yours is, is actually very wonderful, your use of uh, alcohol. But if you found yourself in a sadder state than that, 2am, drunk on whiskey, listening to trance music. If you found yourself in a sadder state than that during lockdown, do text us 81215. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Time for our weekly catch-up with Roy Keane. Um, you've been tweeting us during the week at r Football, emailing us football at absoluteradio.co.uk. Keep doing that. What would you like to hear Roy Keane rant about? Chris Skull is about to put one of your suggestions to him. I shall... I also have to legally point out that Roy Keane <laughs> may be played by an up-and-coming voice artiste. So, Chris Skull, over to you. Well, thank you to Stephen Rotherham, because I would love to know Roy's thoughts on this. Roy... What do you think about people who are already putting up their Christmas decorations? Where do you stand, Kino? Can I just ask on that, Chris? Is that Steve <laughs> in Rotherham or is that Steve Rotherham? Steve in Rotherham. You know Steve Rotherham's the name of the, the elected mayor of the <laughs> Liverpool? <laughs> Did not know that. Yeah, it was a Labour MP. It was Jeremy Corbyn's PPS. But uh, that, that's details. <laughs> I, th- I think, you know, any other year I'd be really against it and I don't put any decorations up at all, ever. Uh, I don't celebrate uh, anything at all, uh, ever. But I think this year, people, it's been difficult for people, you know. So I, I think, uh, actually, I, I, I'm getting really into it. I bought myself some um, light-up, like, LED, uh, uh, what they're called, antlers. And I just wear them around the house. And what, I, I bought some tinsel for my private area. And, and when I'm at home, I basically just take all my clothes off and I, I prance around. I put a bit of red makeup on my nose and I put red tinsel around me, you know, what my mother would call you, hoojima flip. And, and I, I just bounce around and kind of, you know, enjoy myself. I'm, I'm really getting into it this year. Roy, you mentioned that your tree there is very sparsely decorated. I, I completely, I can see that. But why? What does Christmas look like in the Kino household? Like I say, very Spartan. I have, um, <laughs> I have um, one slice of unbuttered toast for breakfast. <laughs> uh, as it's Christmas Day, I might allow myself maybe some berries or nuts that I'd find just on a walk. <laughs> But then, like I say, you know, bouncing around in the nud is kind of, you know, it's it's what I've always, always considered the true meaning of Christmas. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Text us on 8.12.15. Who should we support in today's three o'clock kickoffs? There's no Premier League, no Championship, but there is lower league, Scottish League Cup, and of course the Nations League. Chris Scully, you've got some suggestions right in front of you. Yes, thank you to Matt Shuttleworth. He wants us to get behind uh, Hereford today. They're playing away at Blythe Spartans. Uh, they've only played three games this year because of COVID, four behind other teams. I was going to push for Gibraltar, and I think if this was a free and fair uh, Rock and Roll Supporters Club election, Gibraltar would win easily. They would what? win by a huge margin. Hang on. They've only played 50 games. They've won six. I know it's a 2 p.m. kickoff. Uh, the, you're finding legal reasons why we can't get behind Gibraltar today. Can I just, can I, first of all, I, I would support what you're saying. I think it's very true. And I think Gibraltar are already winning, by the way. They're winning nil-nil away at San Marino that, because away goals count. And I know people know that. So that is that is better than winning. Um, but if it, the problem is, is this show is until five. So we would be, have nothing to talk about in the final hour of the show. <laughs> we could talk about Gibraltar's amazing win. I, th- I don't know. I think my role is here to count up the votes. And if you, if I counted the legal votes for Gibraltar, I would find they would comfortably win. But are you asking for Gibraltar because it basically feels British? 
4D, you can't just stop the cause trouble. It's 2.6 miles square. Danny Higginbottom played for them three well, times. This is just like They've only Wikipedia. scored 15 What's goals. Going on? <laughs> I'm making a legal case here. I'm holding a press conference on behalf of Gibraltar Overruled. and why we need to pick them. Overall, I will Overruled. remind remind you that you and your client were thrown out of this court last week <laughs> for um, putting reindeer antlers on and makeup on your nose and prancing around. Um, it's got to be a three o'clock kickoff. Oh, Ordinarily, of fine. course, we go for Gibraltar. So we've had what? We've got Hereford away at Blythe Spartans, which sounds great. Uh, Simon Gregory suggested Mansfield Town. So if you can beat that, text us on eight twelve fifteen. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We've been talking about disgracing ourselves during lockdown, but, but only mild disgrace, especially just sort of staying up and, and going down YouTube rabbit holes. Um, do text us on 81215 if this is something that's happened to you. Um, quite a few people have been getting in touch, Chris. Yes, 40 they have. Some of these stories, my <laughs> word. Oh, man. Uh, so firstly, so ashamed to say that I got hammered on vodka last Thursday that I thought it was a good idea to introduce my daughter's hamster to our border terrier what? who then tried to eat it. I haven't <gasps> told anyone. It could have ended badly. Not sure how I'd have got out of that one in the morning. Well, you wouldn't have got out of it in the morning. Uh, fear and lo- self-loathing was strong the next day. Blimey. Um, and then also we've had recently turned That's 50. terrible. And I, I know. What? Come on. <laughs> Uh, another one here. Recently turned 50 and a planned trip away was duly shelved. I resurrected my old Spectrum computer and spent the evening and into the small hours with a bottle of single malt whiskey. Mm. It took me two days to shed the head up. <laughs> Welcome to mature middle-aged rich. I mean, different kinds of nights in there. One, oh man, that's horrific. That first one. The, the, I mean, the first one is just a terrible idea. A, <laughs> any dog's going to try and eat that. You're just wafting sort of dinner in front of it. <laughs> Secondly, whiskey is a cruel, cruel drink because (laughs) it's potent. But if you're like people like you and I used to drinking perhaps lager, obviously whiskey just goes down very quickly. It goes turbo really fast, doesn't it, whiskey? There's no limit to how drunk you can get, really, with whiskey. (laughs) (laughs) But also it's when you see it the following day, if you see it in the cupboard, even just the thought of it, the shame of it, is enough to make you quite ill, I find. Um, <laughs> I realise this has turned into actually quite a bleak tech talk. Well, hang on, there's one more on whiskey. This oh, is excellent. from Ad, Ad, Ads in Birmingham. He said he got smashed on a crate of Corona, followed by a bottle of whiskey, listening to <sighs> 90s indies classics on yes! YouTube. Yes! Nothing wrong with a lockdown YouTube party. I'll tell you what, getting drunk alone and getting on YouTube, uh, that you can you can go some strange places. Tell you what, sod the football. Should we just do that until five? <laughs> See how quickly we can get taken off the air. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Right, decision time. We need to make up our mind who we're supporting in today's three o'clock kickoffs. Um I'm going to consult Chris Skull here. Chris, what do you think? Mm, well, look, Phil Footy Shack on Twitter said, as Dominic Cummings will be travelling north again after today's uh, <laughs> yesterday's news, think the supporters' club should be at Hartlepool or Gateshead on Saturday, along with Dominic, of course. Great idea. So, <laughs> so look, Hartlepool kick off at 5.25, but Gateshead are playing at three <gasps> against Brackley Town. Perfect. Yes? Is yes. that a decision? Yeah, what league's that in? God knows. <laughs> Two massive football fans <laughs> live on the radio. Gateshead, who are they? Gateshead are in National League North, of course, Matt. They're yes, playing yes, so, Brackley yes. and three o'clock kickoff. Of Perfect. Course. Gateshead, it is. 
Come on, the gates head. Come on, you gates. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> we did have other suggestions. Mansfield Town, uh, Hereford at Blythe Spartans. I would have fancied that. Just for, the, I think we'd, it'd be good to support Blythe Spartans one week, just for the name. <laughs> Don't you think? It sounds yeah, really like it? medieval. If their match day mascot isn't a big Roman with a spear and a shield and that, then they're really missing a trick. Yeah, in like one of those like muscle suits, but with kind of um, you know bloody wounds. Yeah, actually, and they're playing Hereford today, so that would what that be a big cow mascot? Yeah, would make for a, quite a spectacle. Or just a sort of dairy farm, <laughs> maybe just a big packet of butter. <laughs> I don't think we've really got the hang of all this, but um, we are now supporting Gateshead. Come, Come on, on, you Gateshead. Gates. Oh, and if you're a Gateshead fan, get in touch. Text us on 81215 because clearly the pair of us know nothing about you. So um, <laughs> let us know. N- notable former players, nicknames, yeah. that sort of thing. We're anything really about Gateshead. Yeah, exactly. I mean, more to the point, literally anything. <laughs> The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Chris Skull. We are supporting Gateshead today in our supporters club. They are currently nil-nil at home in the National League North with Brackley Town. Gateshead, of course, known as the Heed, um, not the Gates, as it's been. <laughs> of course <laughs> not. It's a pretty, it would be a pretty crummy nickname, wouldn't it? The Gates. <laughs> um... Uh, guess what as well you're a recent trance convert it seems from the other week but um, they come out to children of the night wow we are the children of the night wasn't that happy hardcore isn't that happy hardcore genre wise same genre yeah I guess same so. wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. Um, now you may have seen James Madison does this and Jack Grealish when they celebrate a goal they make an, the letter A with their fingers and it turns out it's because they're in a WhatsApp group called the Avengers <laughs> And it's James Madison, Jack Grealish, Deli Alley, and John McGinn. And I think Ben Chilwell. Um, so it's weird all these f- footballers from different clubs and nations are in there. Um, but Scully, it, what, what are you like on WhatsApp? Are you a kind of bants kind of guy? I love a bit. Well, we're on a lot of the same WhatsApp chats, Ford, and I do enjoy the banter. Yes. I'm, I'm obsessed. It's funny reading this story about Jack Grealish and Deli Alley and all these players in this WhatsApp chat because I'm obsessed with footballers, especially older footballers, and what WhatsApp chats they're on. Yes. I spoke to Dave Besson, and there's a Wimbledon team that won the <gasps> FA Cup. They're all in a WhatsApp chat together. Great. And, I, and, and working a little bit with West Ham, I got you know I found out about the official West Ham WhatsApp, and I heard this story. A couple of years, when Manuel Pellegrini came into West Ham, yeah. he got added to the official first team WhatsApp chat. He went in there, he was there for about a couple of weeks, and he deleted Pablo Zabaleta. <laughs> so the, so the, the player care guy was like, what's going on here? They've fallen out. He added Pablo Zabaleta back. Pellegrini deleted him again. So at this point, they ring Matt Pellegrini up and said, what's, what's going on here? It turns out that Pellegrini had Zabaleta saved on his phone as Sergio Aguero. <laughs> from his city days. <laughs> so he arrived at West Ham and thought, what's Sergio Aguero doing on the official WhatsApp chat? That is absolutely <laughs> amazing. Because that's like, with a lot of respect to our um, older listeners, it is weird when you're in a WhatsApp group with like older family members. No, the etiquette isn't quite right. Speaking of like older family members, I've had I've had the pleasure of texting Mark Lawrenson on a few occasions. Oh yeah. And guess what? Guess this about Laura's text etiquette. Yeah. Loves an emoji. Oh, but absolutely <laughs> loves an emoji. Aubergine and a water him? splash. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, my train's at three p.m. Train emoji. <laughs> I'll give you a call when I get there. Phone emoji. 
This is amazing detail. Yes, um, so I know. Text us on 81215 and tell us about what your WhatsApp groups... Um, what are your parents like on WhatsApp? Are you in a WhatsApp group with them? Do they understand how to work it? And what is the worst WhatsApp group you're a member of? Text us on 81215. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Gateshead still drawing 0-0. Mansfield, who we could have backed, are winning 1-0 now away at Forest Green Rovers. Accrington Stanley winning 1-0 away at Northampton. And uh, Stran Ra 1-0 up at Air United in the Scottish League Cup. And we're talking about WhatsApp. I struggle with some of my friends on WhatsApp um, because I don't know if you... Um, and I'm sure you too, Chris. Some men are despicable on WhatsApp. And it is, oh, here's a picture of something. You open it up and it turns out it's a picture of something else. Or, oh, here's a video of some CCTV. And the audio on the video isn't the audio of a car reversing. It's <laughs> two people really enjoying themselves. And you think, I, can't, you, I don't trust anything on WhatsApp now. Have you seen the one, the one this week where they said, oh, the, the pub's reopening at the weekend? Click on the link. <laughs> and it was a nasty picture. I mean, people in WhatsApp groups will know what I'm talking about. I can't really go into yeah. detail because it's foul. Do you know my worst genre of WhatsApp text is like CCTV of a busy road with like a pavement. You just see people walking along. I watch about a second of that and go, I'm out. Because this yes. is not going to be good, is yes. it? I'm not going to have lols by the end of this video. And like it's police raids. How are people getting this stuff? Like head cam <laughs> footage. Like, this shouldn't be allowed. I don't want unsolicited as well. I'm like, what? And there's always two or three people who always get it. I'm like, where are you getting this stuff from? I wouldn't know where to look for it. Um, we are we are getting um, messages here. Uh, someone says, I'm in a WhatsApp group called Chips in Curry Sauce. It's an alternative group where a small number of friends uh, will post content which would lead to expulsion from most mainstream everyday groups. <laughs> it's basically like the dark web for... <laughs> It's like a dark web for WhatsApp groups. Now, some of you listening will have no idea what we're on about, but I think most of you do. I think I think young people, I think particularly people under the age of 20, imagine what goes on in their WhatsApp groups. I imagine our stuff in our 30s, Scully, is probably quite tame. Yeah, I reckon you're right. Yeah. We've, got, we've gone soft in our old age. Yeah, well, it does happen to men particularly. Um, <laughs> no, nothing for that. I'll move on. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We're talking about WhatsApp groups. <laughs> Becca in Buckinghamshire says, I work for the ambulance service. You haven't lived until you've been in a WhatsApp group with a bunch of paramedics. I spend the day being bombarded with the goriest photos and videos you can imagine. I've learned never to open an attachment in company. Um, WhatsApp, I realise we're getting on very thin eyes talking about this stuff. But I'll tell you what, text us on 8 12, 15 the weirdest names of WhatsApp groups that you're in and see if we can try and guess what they're about. Um, you must be in a few, Scully. Yeah, I've got a few. Well, you know, I did the podcast Quickly Kevin with Josh Widdicombe. And it, yes. Our, our WhatsApp chat for everyone who works on that isn't called Quickly Kevin. It's called Quickly Hammer because we've tried to get Dion Dublin on so many times. <laughs> and so inspired by his daytime TV show Homes Under the Hammer. <laughs> I'm also in a WhatsApp chat called the Mick McCarthy Suite because my friend at university wanted Mick McCarthy to be Leeds manager. So I named my hall, my, my room in the hall's residence as the Mick McCarthy Suite. And that remains our university chat to this day and the most embarrassing one I was chatting to someone about like 17th century uh, English history I was trying to make a point about William of Orange but instead of calling him William of Orange I called him Jason of Orange <laughs> after the dancer from Taylor so I'm in a WhatsApp chat with him 
called Jason of Orange. <laughs> with Jason Jason Orange's face superimposed onto William of Orange's like. Yeah, picture. the politics of Scotland and Northern Ireland would be very different <laughs> if it was Jason of Orange. He would have been a unifying figure. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't think the Marshalls would be anywhere near as uh, controversial. <laughs> I mean, I'm in two that I would struggle to explain the titles of. One is called Thick Public Panicking. And the other one... <laughs> The other one is called Thriving Pea Industry. I don't even know how I've ended up in those groups of those titles. So there you go. Text us on 81215. What are the weirdest WhatsApp group titles that you're in? And we'll try and guess what they're about. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. If you missed any of the Dave Berry Breakfast Show this week, you missed a lot. Catch up by downloading the podcast. Hear rock god Dave Grohl chatting to Dave about new music, the Foo's wildest night out, and why he has beef with Tesla. Um, better off just having it with potatoes. An epic story involving an old lady and a train in apologies, corrections and clarifications. And, and I've heard this story... An horrific incident involving Matt Dyson and his Tupperware. You won't be able to guess what that is. It's mind-blowing. Listen and subscribe in all the usual podcast places, plus catch it in the free Absolute Radio app. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Half-time whistles going across the Nations League and the lower leagues and in Scotland, which means it's time for this. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the halftime entertainment. Each Saturday at halftime, we talk to a different guest from the world of showbiz. Of course, this week we had to have a guest from Scotland. I'm delighted to say we're joined by star of Taggart, River City in Shallow Grave, the brilliant actor Colin McCready. Colin, welcome to Rock and Roll Football. Hi, Matt. Hi, Chris. How are you? We're really good, thank you. Firstly, though, mainly, how are you after the other night and Scotland qualifying for the Euros? I'm still drunk and I'm, <laughs> and I'm still boogieing, obviously. I mean, it must have... First of all, did you think you were going to do it? Uh, surprisingly, I did. Yeah. And it was all going so swimmingly well up till the 89th minute that... Normally, as anyone who's followed Scotland, we're almost glorious in defeat, and suddenly it looked like we were going to be glorious in victory. <laughs> yeah. It took Scotland a new way to, uh, to nearly lose it, and obviously losing in the last minute, uh, substituting our three best penalty takers as well. Yeah. <laughs> it was a bit worrying. Oh, man. Uh, but when it got to penalties, I was surprisingly uh, relaxed about it. I thought, I think because it's new to Scotland, we've only that was only the second one we've had, so... I don't think we've learned how to lose them yet. We just seem to score them. <laughs> well, that's the problem, actually, from England point of view. Everyone thinks, oh, everyone must be bad at penalties. You're like, no, we're just dreadful at them. Other countries don't struggle in the same way. And obviously, I thought every penalty that Scotland took was fantastic. Like, they were confident. And I thought Scotland looked composed throughout the whole game. I know, we were actually really good. Yeah. Which, uh... Uh, was was you know I think we're getting we're slowly getting better under Steve Clark. We're not, there's nothing spectacular. We don't lose goals. We're playing as a team. We've got some star players. You know some of them playing down sides McGinn and Robertson and Tierney. But you know it's the kind of players that are playing for Motherwell and 
Yeah. You know, Lyndon Dykes, he was at Livingston up until three months ago. We're just, we've just got a really good team and, uh, you know, they play together and they dance to 17 disco music. <laughs> Come on, let's not beat around the bush here. We can talk about Steve Clark. We can talk about these amazing players, but we know who's to thank for this. It's Yuri Geller. I don't know if you've seen, oh, but I he has claimed that. credit for this. <laughs> Colin, Colin, what have you got to say yeah. about Yuri Geller? Imagine just uh, a lot of thanks. Well, I think the fact you, you, you saw him, uh, he was holding up his 1998 uh, stop, stop, stop. so that's how relevant he is. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was fairly funny that he thought he'd uh, made uh, Marshall save the penalty. And, and are you starting to dream now, Colin? Because obviously qualifying is just such a big deal after so long away and it's been an immensely frustrating 22 and it will be 23 years. But looking at the way Scotland played and with some of the players that you talk about... You're not just there to make up the numbers. Is it inconceivable that Scotland could get out of the group and, and, and go far in the tournament? I think we could maybe... You have to realise that if you finish third, I think four of the third-place uh, teams go through. Yeah. Uh, I think we can give anyone a game for, uh, on their day. Do you know what I mean? The last time we played England... Uh, Stuart Armstrong uh, conspired to uh, <laughs> be, uh, put the ball uh, into Kane's way. So, yeah, I think we can. I'm looking, the thing is, I'm a St. Johnston supporter, right? So, uh, we got to one Scottish Cup final and we won it. So, actually, just getting to the finals is the most important thing. Yes. So, if we lose, we lose. I think getting back to getting to the finals is the most important thing. And whatever we achieve is a bonus. Some friends of mine, Scottish friends of mine, have said, oh, you know, typical of Scotland to qualify and then play the games at home rather than be able to travel abroad. But I think it's better to be playing them at Hampden, isn't it? I mean, what a treat for people, not only to qualify, but to be a host city and to be able to watch Scotland at home. Yeah, it's been a bit. It's worked out. It's quite a coincidence that not only have we had games drawn, but Scotland are going to be in them. I think at the moment, you know, obviously in the midst of all this madness, that maybe having it in Scotland will be a good thing. Yeah. Uh, but there will be about 250,000 Scots going down to London for the England game, though. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm already <laughs> nervous. I'm so nervous about it. <laughs> I'm what, convinced you're going to beat us. Come to Glasgow, go the opposite way like you do in the rugby. Well, I've, you know what? I've got a few tickets for games. I've got tickets for one of the games at Hamden. Oh, can you undertake me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm taking, I'm taking my um, girlfriend's dad, so um, oh, all right. I, I probably like should take him. Oh. But if, if a spare comes up... Games. <laughs> Scotland games? Yeah, for one of the Scotland games, yeah. Oh, that's cool, that's good. So it'll either be Croatia or Czech Republic, but... Um, oh, that'd be brilliant. I mean, it must be, you know, when I was, I was talking to a girlfriend about this today, like, what an amazing thing. You know, the world has had the worst year since the Second World War. But the other night, what amazing pleasure that football gave to people. Yeah, I think it was. It was a turn-up. It's been, it's been quite a good week this week, <laughs> for, a, for a lot of reasons. <laughs> has just been icing on the cake. And, yeah, although, you know, I was sitting watching on the iPad in my pyjamas <laughs> uh, you know not even at the game or uh, in the pub watching it uh, so it was a bit surreal and then afterwards I did a Zoom call with like friends of mine in America and Thailand and Germany so we all got together and had a wee dram uh, afterwards so yeah it's, it's surreal but you know it's still good Oh, it's fantastic. Colin, we're all absolutely chuffed for you. We all wish Scotland well at the tournament. It's just brilliant to see you there again because particularly from an England point of view, when we play each other at tournaments, there's there's nothing like it, really. 
Yeah, we might not be the best on the pitch, but we're the best off it. <laughs> the problem is, we're not the best on the pitch or off it. So it's... I'll let you say that. It's nice to see a, a home nation there that, that at least is good off the pitch. Colin, thank you so much for coming on, mate, no and problem. congratulations. Thank you, and we need to have another drink. <laughs> Amazing. Star of Taggart and River City and, of course, Shallow Grave, an amazing film. And we're all delighted here at Rock and Roll Football to see Scotland qualify. It makes that summer that more special. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The Scotland game in the week, by the way, if you didn't watch it, what incredible entertainment. Winning until the 89th minute. Totally composed. They fall asleep, concede a goal. You think, oh, dear me. Goes through extra time and then their penalties were phenomenal. Did you watch it, Scully? I didn't watch it actually. I went to bed at half nine that night, so I woke up and still hung over from the, the, from the uh, <laughs> yeah, president really elect. Saturday. <laughs> and how do you feel yeah, then, great, as, a, as, as, as a red-blooded Englishman? Uh, are, are you happy to see Scotland there? I'm England through and through. However, when this fixture came out, it just feels like the stars have aligned. Like England versus Scotland at Wembley in the European Championship. And best of all, 4D, 18th of June when this game happens is my birthday. No way! It's all all just happened. It's It's all all the stars are aligned there. And do you. What is going to happen? Do you, as an English football fan, right? Do do you. Because I'm nervous now. I, I, I get jittery before these things. Yeah. How do you I'm, feel about I'm, it? I'm nervous now talking about it. Yeah. I the thing is about England and Scotland, although we all have this memory of Euro ninety six and beating them two 0 and Gaza all that, what about the Euro two thousand playoffs when it was tight? Do you remember I, I think we lost one nil at Wembley, Don Hutchinson That's wasn't right. it? These ga- these games are gonna be tight. I know. This is a completely different generation. And I think they'll be like, more the, up in for England. It. Oh, man. You imagine that the Scottish will take over London. They'll be in Trafalgar Square in the fountains at midday. Oh, God. You're scaring oh, me, Chris. It's going to be... But the thing is, it's an evening kickoff. This is carnage. Oh, that's a really good point. 8pm kickoff. Oh, come on. Well, that's actually quite good, because they'll wear themselves out. They'll all be... They'll all be... <laughs> We hung over to be by asleep. the time. <laughs> oh man! I was delighted. The thing was, I was delighted they qualified, and then the moment the final, the moment the fifth penalty was saved, I then immediately switched to immediately fearing them, thinking, "Oh, oh yeah, I can't." For nothing, Yuri Geller. <laughs> But all of, us, up there. all of us here are obviously, of course, delighted that um, great. Scotland have qualified. Gutter that Northern Ireland and Wales haven't. Um, but, oh man, building up to that game now. I think I might have to delete Twitter off my phone the week of the game. Uh, it's it's going to be intense. But I'm glad the home... I want as many home nations there as possible. It's fantastic that Scotland are there. It's going to be a carnival atmosphere, but hopefully England win at the end of it. As long as England win... Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> as long as England win, we can all agree we've had a wonderful time. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Chris Scull. It's time to hand over to Jim White in the My Sports News Centre. Thanks so much. Don't forget, you can tweet your personal sports news to at football or email us football at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's a massive FIFA upset took place this week as our very own Chris Skull, who was playing as Barcelona, got thrashed in the sibling derby against his brother, who was playing as Bansley, and Chris lost 6-0. Chris had no comment after the loss, leaving his future in doubt as to whether he will hang up his controller or not. Over to Natalie. 
Yes, Jim, tremendously lucky win for Matthew Skull there. Moving on, Rob in Westcliff recently revealed in a press conference that he's developed Usain Bolt-like starts over his five-metre race to the flower bed. He claims his razor-sharp starts have helped him catch the neighbour's cat defecating in said flower bed. He said his fast twitch fibres are just waiting to explode, but he does insist the cat is still quick. Well, I'm defecating in a flower bed. I had a neighbour like that. Um, leader of the local council is very awkward. But uh, if you have anything you'd like to us to report on next week, don't forget you can email us football at absoluteradio.co.uk and tweet us at Football. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The story of AFC Wimbledon is absolutely incredible. Formed as a fans' collective football club after Wimbledon officially became MK Dons and all that nonsense. Not only did they get themselves into the Football League, they're now returning to Plough Lane uh, for the first time after 29 years. It's remarkable how they've managed to do this. It's a great footballing fairy tale. Um, but they're finally home. And home, obviously, is a place close to most of our hearts. What is your favourite thing about being at home? Text us on 81215. Um, Chris Skull, what's your favourite thing about being at home? So, you know, I do this podcast about 90s football. Someone yes. sent in an email the other week about David Boost, saying how the name David Boost reminded them of an old Cadbury's Boost radio advert. Yes. And we read this story out, and then Cadbury's Boost sent me 400 <gasps> boosts. You'd love this. I can't believe I haven't told you the story. So I got 400 boosts. That's one of my favourite days later, bars. A couple of days later, another 200 turned up. Another couple of days after that, another 400 turned what? up. What? I had a thou- I've got a thousand boosts. I'll house. have them. I love this. It's one of my favourite chocolate giving them away. Mate, I'm on a booster day. My wife's on a booster day. We're like, I'm so boosted up at home. How do I That's get... That's my ha- favourite. How do I get... <laughs> I'll just send you some. Can you? It's, yes. it's one of my favourite chocolate bars. We can make that happen. Oh, big, my big, big question, big big topic of a debate in our house. In the fridge or do you have your chocolate out of the fridge? Uh, boost out of the fridge. Wow. Because it becomes mad. too hard. A, a dairy milk I would put in the fridge, but boost <laughs> because of that sort of caramel tube that runs just yeah. under the chocolate layer. It's You're like really concrete. Careful. Yeah, I like um, you know what I like about being at home wearing a tracksuit, just sitting oh, on the yeah. city in like a hoodie, and a, and a oh. little um, I make myself what I call a treat bowl. We've got these little bowls, <laughs> and I'll put like some quavers in there, some watsits, and some Doritos. <laughs> just sit there with a hoodie on and think, yeah, I'm at home. I yeah, like you know, my, my New Year's resolution was to wear more jogging pants, just like cot, like not wear jeans at home, just wear like joggers. And how are you getting on and with that? Look, and, and, the, and look, coronavirus has conspired to make that dream a reality for me. Yeah. I'm now in like cotton jogging pants all the time. That makes them sound almost like judo trousers. <laughs> well, do you, you still mean like normal tracksuit ones? Yeah, like tra- you know, like cotton like jogging bottoms. They're just like they're essentially like little duvets. Yes, I know the same. I thought you meant those kind of like quite baggy calico trousers that Adidas, the sort of elderly pervert who has a a sort of big American house overlooking the water would have. Like, oh, (laughs) just believe we're all made of energy, man. Oh, yeah. Got your number, mate. None of that. Well, yes, let's steer away from that. Text us on 81215. What is your favourite thing about being at home? You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Gateshead are winning 2-0 at home to yes. Brackley Town, the supporters' club, on course for another famous victory. Uh, we're asking you about what you love from uh, about being at home. Really, the question should be, what do you enjoy doing at home when no-one else is there? Um, we have had one text in that says, not having to wear a bra. <laughs> I presume that just means, like, 
as well as other things. I'm not just swanning <laughs> around in the buff. But, um, I tell you what I do when I'm at home I'm, on my own. I talk to myself a lot. I don't know if you do that. Yeah, I know what you mean. And I talk to myself as Alan Partridge. <laughs> I was going, I'm just going to uh, have a cup of tea. Uh, semi-skimmed, semi-skimmed milk. Uh, there is soy milk in the fridge, but that's hers. Shouldn't really be able to call it milk. It's more sort of creamy bean juice. But uh, might have a sandwich later if I can be bothered. It's interesting that text, like not having to wear a bra, because I think most people when they say, if you're home alone and no one else is in, I think the, the temptation is to get naked. That seems to be, like, that's like the narrative that people pump out. Is it? But I, I would never, I'd never want to be naked. Like I never want to be naked in the house. What if a visitor comes? You've always got to be prepared. Yes, but that could happen. And these days, it's Royal Mail, it's DPD, <laughs> Hermes, Yodel. Amazon. Amazon. Come and come your neighbours your neighbors shopping. Yeah. Th- th- what if it's an emergency? Someone's on yeah. fire. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just walking around naked with the heating on full blast and the windows open. What sort of life is this? But uh, I, I do find it keeps me amused talking to myself like that. I, I do, because I live in a flat, so I've got neighbours above, beside and below. I do wonder that sometimes they can hear me. But on, the, on that, you just made a point about heating. Because yeah. you're surrounded by neighbours, does that mean you, don't, you never turn the heating on? Because I've, I've never been in a flat like that, but if I was in that position, I would never have the heating on because I think the surrounding heating would always keep the flat hot. Sadly, that doesn't work. But sometimes when the neighbours yeah. below the heating on, I do notice that the floor's warm. <laughs> That's Is that nice. strange? That's underfloor heating. Great. Yeah, exactly. That's it. If you if you live in anything other than a ground floor flat, technically you've got underfloor heating. I really have become Alan Partridge, but some do text us on eight twelve fifteen. What do you like to do at home uh, when no one else is in? And you don't have to keep it clean. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We're talking about what you like to do. <laughs> I mean, it sounds so suggestive. Talking about what you like to do at home on your own when no one else is around. Chris Skull. Go on. Well, I thought you had a story. Oh, God. So, well, it's on neighbours, right? Being at home alone. Yeah. When, we first, when I first moved into this house, um, our neighbour's dog started barking and barking. And I thought... Well, the, neighbor, the neighbour's dead, isn't it? That's what happens in these situations. So I looked over into the kitchen window. I could see there was a half-made cup of tea. I was like, oh, my God, I think my neighbour's dead. So I called, I called the local kind of neighbourhood watch and said, look, I, I'm worried about my neighbour. Next thing, two police vans turn <gasps> up outside my house. About eight, about, I'm not joking, about 20 police officers come out. They smash the door down. Turns out my neighbour weren't dead. She'd just gone away to look at... She had two dogs. She was going away to look after one dog, left one dog in there barking. So she came back having, like, just been up to the vet for the other dog, and I'd smashed her door down inadvertently. This is what can happen when you're home alone, chewing your own thoughts over... A dog barking resulted in me calling the police and getting my neighbour's door knocked down. Firstly, you did the right thing, right? It's far better to be <laughs> vigilant that way because it, it's abs- you absolutely did the right thing. Secondly, how did she take it? Uh, when the, when I could see her coming down the street as this uh, this scene had kind of unfolded, and I just crawled and got into the fetal position, and I pulled my jumper up over my face, and I made my wife deal with it. <laughs> oh, look at real man! It was awful. I could. I was just like, hey, look, I'm a bit worried about next door. Can someone check it out? Two police vans. They smashed the door down instantly. The, but the door was smashed to bits. It was a wooden door. The whole street was out watching this scene unfold. And I was just trying to be a good neighbour. And what happened? I couldn't... Do they have I, to pay I, for the new door? Did you or what? 
um, she she said that my neighbour said she had in, I offered but she said she had insurance and it'd be okay but to be fair that was about three years ago and relations have never been the same uh, c- can I ask as well when you first saw her walking down the street did you think it was a ghost <laughs> This is terrible. But I actually said to my wife, as they were smashing down the door, I said, the best outcome is that she is dead. (laughs) (laughs) For me personally. I'm obviously glad she's not. I'm just relieved. The best outcome. The best outcome. Oh, my word. Straight to hell. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Brackley have pulled one back against Gateshead. It's Gateshead 2, Brackley 1. And Liam in Portsmouth says his phone's dying. Can he keep us updated on the whole Burton Albion game? It's now 2-0 to Hull against Burton Albion. So uh, hopefully that's the score that uh, will bring you some happiness, Liam. Uh, now tomorrow, Jason Manford uh, is back. Jason and Steve want to hear your strange family habits and weird traditions. His 98-year-old nan insists on having the heating on while keeping the back doors open and sitting there in a blanket. It's exactly the sort of thing I do. And comedian actor and TV host Omidjilili pops by. Listen this Sunday from 8am. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Late drama. Gateshead oh. would 2-0 up. Scully, oh. what's happened? Oh, Brackley have pulled it back. They've equalised. It's 2-2. The Heat have thrown it away in the last 10 minutes. Gateshead 2, Brackley Town 2. Lost oh, the Heat. They lost their heads. They lost their heads. That is love. That makes up for it. That makes up for it. At least you can get a pun out of uh, throwing away three points on a Saturday. Um, final whistles going across the country. Here's Chris Skull with his pick of the final scores. Earlier today, 2 pm kickoff, San Marino nil, Gibraltar nil, Hull City. <laughs> Hull City have beaten Burton Albion 2-0. Uh, Cambridge United beat Barrow 1-0. We talked about the Blythe Spartans. Um, they've lost at home 3-0 to Hereford. But, uh, I mean, the story of the day here in rock and roll football, Gateshead 2, Brackley Town 2, the heed throwing it away. Ah. Oh. Never mind. There's always next week. We were talking about WhatsApp groups earlier, and some people have sent in funny WhatsApp names. So let's try and guess what these WhatsApp groups are about. One of them is called the Wet Egg Society. <laughs> is that what is, is these? What would you guess that was about? I Rem- mean, I, I don't think mind you can broadcast it. <laughs> I don't think you can. There's a couple more that just random ones people have texted in. Jaeger Mama. I reckon that's like, uh, yeah, Beveragino. It's, I think it's Yummy Mummies on a WhatsApp group and they like Jaeger bombs. <laughs> that's sort Someone, of uh, Billy's texting, he's in a WhatsApp chat called Creamy Bean Juice. Blimey. <laughs> <laughs> that could be about soya milk. Um, yeah. I think I'd wet like egg society is just one of them can't cook. I reckon that's students and one of them <laughs> makes his eggs too wet. I've taken these very literally. <laughs> I haven't really gone for the whole um, lateral thinking thing. Scully, always a pleasure broadcasting with you, mate. Thank you, for an absolute treat. We'll be back with Matt Dyson next week. See you, Scully, soon. Ta-ra! Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Hello and welcome to the flip side of the podcast. Now, Scully, usually a new theme has developed that in this part of the show, this is where our hooligan element hangs out, the R&R oh, ultras. Yeah. Come on, then. So you would you... I mean, obviously, you're part of um, West Ham. Would, would you have ever joined the ICF? 
No, I am scared at the prospect of physical violence. Yeah. Very much so. Me too. But we on this show we kind of have a, a an imagined beef with like Radio X, <laughs> yeah. um, Radio Two, maybe LBC, Classic, Magic. Yeah, we could we could beat them up if it really came to it. I would be confident in our abilities. Yeah, who would who would we? Let's say we had an off with Radio X. Who yeah. who there would be? Their top boy. Um, Ed Gamble, Matt Crosby. Two on two, tag team match. Steel chairs. Yeah. Baseball bats covered in barbed wire. Gamble's um, got m- muscle m- mass, so we'd have to kind yeah, of tackle actually. him. I mean, Crosby. Crosby's quite wiry, and I, I, and I, I, I think he's a bit of a biter. Oh, yeah. Of course, this is street yeah. rules. It's not Queensbury we're dealing with. Yeah. I'd sort of written and him I- off, but actually, you're right. He could be a real but- nuisance. Do you know what? And if you squint, he looks a little bit like a honey badger. Yes. <laughs> and they don't fight fair, Matt. No. I don't know if you've ever tried it. But I think we could batter the pair of them. And then who else is there? <laughs> who else have they got? Moyles? Uh, Moyles, yeah. I'd like to think oh, we would have more stamina. I don't think I have. I think you have. <laughs> I am feeble-lunged and unfit. I hate to shield, mate. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not. I know. I don't know who I think I am. When I, when we get to this part of the podcast, I'm like, yeah, we'll have them. Radio 2, 5 Live, LBC. I'd be shattered. I won't be able to breathe. I'd be sat there sucking my inhaler going, it was only a joke. Stop biting him. Um, uh, what about Johnny Vaughan? How do you think Johnny Vaughan would fight? Vaughan-y. What kind of tactics would he deploy? Back me up. Vaughn, again, he'd be marauding like an ape. <laughs> yeah, I, Do you know what? Vaughn would be a lot of trash talk, I think. Yeah. In the thick of the action. I think as well, he's watched enough other hooligan stuff that he would probably just be able to pick up a bit of streetwise... Yeah, he'd absorbed it. ...stuff, yeah, from that. I think yeah. he'd batter the pair of us, to be honest. Yeah, he's a Chelsea fan. And I've always <sighs> thought they're, they're, a, they're a hard breed. Yes, and I just think... Actually, the more I think about this, the more I think this whole hooligan thing is a really bad idea. <laughs> I think maybe we need to start building bridges. Because someone from Radio X is going to listen to this and going to be like, you know, we're, they're, they're making out, they're going to physically batter us. Oh, wow. You've really helped Wouldn't... me see the error of my ways, Chris. <laughs> yeah, certainly. We're not without a bit of training. We've got to be ready. If that if the war is coming, I think we need more preparation than this. Actually, sod it. That's, that's alternative too, is just get hard. You get really fit. Yeah, get really fit, get really hard, get really nasty, and we'll go around there and have them. Um, <laughs> this is never going to happen. Just in case anyone's listening going, God, they've really gone for it. We, we haven't. We're, oh, we're not up for it at all. Uh, Scully, always a pleasure having you. you Thank you, 4D. You sat in your palace of a thousand boosts. Yes. It'll be 990 after this. I'm going to send you some. Thanks, mate. Thanks for sending me ten. <laughs> um, that's all I need, actually. I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, well, we're trying to get ready for this big radio fight we need to have. <laughs> Can't be sending oh, you a hundred. Well, Scully, if I don't see you before, Merry yes. Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, mate. Laters. Laters. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. 